You are listening to Off The Record, a music podcast. Each week we deliver the best hard-hitting topics of the music industry. Each episode we give our take on bands, albums, artists, music news, and more. So sit back, grab a drink, turn it up. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Rob. And I'm your host, Jade. And welcome to Off Off The the Record. record. (laughs) What's going on, man? How's your week been? My week has been interesting. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get this out at the top of the segment. I um, had a pretty interesting thing happen yesterday. I damn near hit a hit a pedestrian on the on the way to work or on the way home yesterday. I'm glad you're okay. And you said almost, so I'm glad that person's okay. Yeah. So what happened? Um, on the way home, it was dark and just be bopping along, minding my own business, paying attention, by the way. Um, <laughs> good damn thing that I was paying attention. And all of a sudden, I noticed a pair of shoes in the middle of the goddamn road connected to a pair of legs. And Jade, I just had enough time to slam on the brakes and swerve. If I didn't swerve... Oh, damn. That, that person... Would have been very, very badly injured, at least. I bet your heart was pounding. It it, it scared. It it scared the shit out of me. I bet it did. Holy shit, dude. And not to mention, a friend of mine from a while back uh, actually uh, also uh, hit a pedestrian. And there was this whole thing about whether he was or was not at fault, and he swore that he was not at fault, and uh, the person's family swore that he was at fault, uh, regardless of what FH what FHP had to say about it, and they drug him through all these, uh, drug him through all these lawsuits, and just really drug him through the fucking mud for a couple of years over it, and. I mean, I'm sorry I had to think about myself here for a second. I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with any of that. You know, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with the aftermath of it. You know, oh, absolutely. Of, you know, potentially injuring and maybe even killing somebody. Yeah, that's that's crazy scary. Wow. Well, I'm glad everybody's okay. You yes. How How's your week been? Um, busy as hell, busy as hell. So, uh, Saturday we went to Harley Davidson here in town. Uh, they had a chili cook off. It was really cool. Went to go. Yeah, man. That chili was, it was awesome. So local band, um, despite the irony played and we went to go see them hang out for a bit. Mason got his face painted, you know, kids being kids. Yes. Um, then after that, on Sunday, Sunday was actually uh, 12 years that Josh and I had been together. Awesome. And, yeah, I've been a long time. And um, he had a video shoot that he's doing for his cover of The Weeknd, The Hill song. So we went out to that, did the video shoot. He's got another video shoot. The second part to that is coming up on Sunday, and they need all the bodies that they can get. So if you were in the Tallahassee or surrounding areas and want to be in a music video, please come on down to the Warrior on the River. 
and you can be part of the crowd. And it's a free show, so why not? Just show up. I'm, I'm just curious, whenever whenever you guys were shooting, I mean, were they serving serving beer and everything, or was it closed? The, yeah, the bar was closed, so they weren't serving anything, but okay. that didn't mean that people didn't have stuff in their pocket. They were <laughs> so I'm just saying, that's an option. <laughs> so, so if you just so happen to bring a little flask in your pocket, I didn't no, no, nobody <laughs> might not care. I didn't see shit. Yep. Don't. Mama didn't raise no snitch. <laughs> don't, don't know anything about that. Right. So what are you drinking? I water. Wonder, really? Yep. I'm drinking water today. Nothing. Nothing exciting. No, I, I just needed some water. I'm dehydrated. And good old H2O. <laughs> uh, I'm having vodka Sprite. It's been a long... Vodka Sprite and what is that grenadine? Is that a Shirley Temple? Mm-hmm. I think so. It's been a long time since I've had a Shirley Temple. That sounds amazing right now. Even though I'm damn dehydrated, I just didn't. I, I haven't been drinking enough water. Is what it really comes down to. So I never drink water. So I have started drinking water more recently, though. I will say that. Yes. But, and I haven't had a kickstart in like three days. Holy shit. I know, but I have had Monster and Red Bull. So. <laughs> what have you done with Jade? Where is she? <laughs> Ask the store that keeps running out of my Kickstarts. I bought them all already. <laughs> I went in there and there was a Pepsi guy filling up the little thing. And I was like, you don't have my Kickstarts? He's like, come back tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't want to come back tomorrow. I want them today. <laughs> he was like, they'll be here tomorrow. We got a shipment coming in. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So now I guess I got to go buy Kickstarts tomorrow. Whenever you buy Red Bulls, do you get like the... The regular Red Bull, or do you get oh. blueberry? You get? you get the blueberry Red Bull. Yeah, I get the blueberry, the blue can. Nice. That's my favorite. That's my favorite Red Bull. I can't do like a regular Red Bull. I don't know why. I just I can't do a regular Red Bull. I love Red Bull. I really, really. Then again, the thing about Red Bull is that it doesn't really do anything for me. Like I don't get that that energy rush or yep. whatever. Whatever it is that people get from drinking energy drinks, I just like the taste of it. Me too. I I don't I don't get like it's so funny because I had a Kickstart and I had a friend try it and they took like three sips of it and they were like, oh my god, my heart's pounding. I was like, really? <laughs> like it's not even like it, it's classified, I guess, as an energy drink, but it's not an energy drink. It's like it's only like ninety two milligrams of caffeine versus a Red Bull, which is like one hundred and twenty two. Or no, I'm sorry. 172 i think milligrams of caffeine i was like it's not nearly what a energy drink would should be classified as but they were like oh my god my heart's pounding i was like i never have gotten that that nope. energy drink never i remember the first time i ever had an energy drink i was in seventh grade and those adrenaline rushes came out and one of my friends took me to the gas station to go get one and he's like i dare you to chug it i said okay and so i chugged it and he's like I bet you feel weird. I'm like, no, I I don't. I just feel like I need to pee really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if that's the weird feeling you're talking about, then nailed it. But <laughs> dare me to have a good time. <laughs> right. And I was totally that kid growing up that you would tell me like, hey, I dare you. And I'd be like, bet, take pictures while we're at it. Like I'd never backed down from a dare when I was a kid, which is probably why I got in a lot of trouble and got injured a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a couple things to talk about and I'm going to save one 
particular one for last because it's kind of a big deal and it's happening this weekend. But the Foo Fighters is actually putting out a new movie. Did you hear about that? Yes. Uh, yes, I did. All right. I don't, I don't remember what the name of the movie is, but they are putting out a horror comedy movie from what I remember. All right. It's, it's Foo Fighters and it's a movie and it's a horror and comedy. I mean, right. You, you gotta go watch it. I think it's called a uh, crap. Yep. And we are, <laughs> we, so we are not journalists. We are not. We are not, not journalists. Not, not, neither one of us have ever said that we are journalists. Ah, found you know. it. Studio 666. Studio 666. That's right. Yep. Yes. So do not rely on our journalism because we will let you down. <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> now, you, you, you want to talk about some music and shit, I got you. <laughs> right, but, uh, that part. <laughs> but, but current events and journalism... Maybe this isn't the the, the best option. <laughs> <laughs> also, Shinedown just finished their seventh album. I am so happy for that band. They're a damn good rock band, first of all. I agree. Um, um, I've met the guys a time or two uh, whenever they came to Tallahassee, and they were all uh, really cool, uh, really chill guys, and were you know happy to sign autographs and. Uh, and talk to you or, or whatever. Um, I know that they said that it's coming out. There's a single coming out in January, and the album is scheduled for uh, early next year. They're in. Um, what is that? Mixing. They're mixing it. So it's recorded, it's done. Uh, they're in the process of getting it mixed right now. And. You bet your ass I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out for that one. Oh, absolutely. All right, so Avril Lavigne is back. Yay. Uh, Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, she's back in the pop punk world, and she actually has a new single called Bite Me. Now, I did listen to the song, and it's not bad, I guess. I don't know. Her lyrics. So here's her lyrics. You should have known better, better to fuck with someone like me forever and ever. You're going to wish I was your wifey. Should have held on. Should have treated me right. I gave you one chance. You didn't get it. You don't get it twice. And we'll be together never. So baby, you can bite me. And the song, when I was listening to it, I was just like, eh. it's like really high energy type of song. I guess it's kind of catchy if you're like in middle school, but it's not. I'm, I just, I wasn't a fan. It's definitely, definitely still has that whole daddy didn't love me enough as a child. So I'm going to rebel against <laughs> everything. So if you want to have a listen, it's on Spotify. It's called Bite Me. I mean, if you're interested, I, 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 it's like three minutes of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm sure that you know, fucking local rock radio will play the shit out of it for the first two weeks. So all the little prostitutes can pretend that they're punk pop for a little bit. Yep. Um, it, it, judging from the lyrics, it sounds like if you are an Avril Lavigne song, it sounds like something that you'd probably love. And it definitely if you're, sounds like Avril. Yeah, it sounds like an Avril Lavigne song. Yeah, it, it's even the music. Like you could you hear it and you're like, is that Avril? And then she sings and you're like, oh, that's Avril. Like she's still got the whole high pitched, annoying. Let me pretend I'm a 
badass kind of vibe through it. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it, but if if you're an Avril fan, you know, kudos, no, no harm, no foul opinions. I stand by mine, but it is on Spotify. I'm, you know, uh, first of all, I am all for women being badass. I definitely all for that. But I mean, pop punk, just mm, take that back. Pop punk Avril. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the big things that's happening is I am lucky enough to be going to this, but this weekend, starting tonight, actually, is Welcome to Rockville. And I am super excited about Rockville. Um, We do have a couple Tallahassee natives who are actually on the bill to play the Twitch stage. Um, Do you want to... You want to tell us who those bands are, Rob? Those bands are Defy the Tyrant, our buddies Woo! over, and Defy the Tyrant, and Tragic. Yes, Tragic. I, I wish I could be there. I, I can't go. Mm-hmm. I, yep, going I is completely out of the question. I wish I could. Um, I would love to see these guys tearing up on stage in front of at least a couple thousand people, I'm sure are going to be there. Hundred um, percent. So, um, not to mention, I mean, Metallica and Rob Zombie and Rob Zombie and Fire all from the gods and yeah. all those other guys are going to be there. Um, I'm a bad Metallica fan. I've never seen Metallica live. <laughs> I've never fucking seen Metallica, and I thought for sure this was going to be the year and. Looks like uh, looks like this is not going to be the year to see them. Maybe next year. <laughs> I think uh, I think next year you would definitely get to see him. I think I think there'll be an opportunity next year. Yeah, I hope so. Absolutely. I, I, I gotta see them. Those guys are kind of getting up there in age. I mean, yeah. you would want to say that they're going to do it until they're they're eighty, but there's there's absolutely no guarantee of that. Mm-hmm. Hell, but look at Rob Halford. He just turned seventy. I know. That, that, that's something else I meant to mention on this little segment here. Rob Halford uh, very recently se- celebrated his 70th birthday, and that mm-hmm. dude is still doing it. He, he's still making music. He's still uh, doing live shows. Kudos to him. Absolutely. My, my my old ass won't be doing live shows <laughs> at 70 years old. Hell no. Hell no. But... We also have another band that's out of the um, Florida area that they actually come to Tallahassee quite a bit. They're called Shadow of the Earth. If you have not heard these guys, holy shit. The lead singer, she is a badass. And her voice, oh, her voice is beautiful. And don't even get me started on her screams. Wow. So Defy the Tyrant is actually playing tonight, the night that we are recording this podcast, which is Wednesday, November 10th. Um, that is, this is the night that they're actually playing the welcome to Rockville. Tragic is playing on Friday night. And if I'm not mistaken, shadow of the earth is also playing tonight. So, um, if you're in Rockville, be sure to, to give them a shout out and tell them that you heard off the record, talk about them tonight. And we wish them nothing but the best. We hope they had a great turnout and I can't wait to hear about it tomorrow. By the way, I've heard. Now, I don't know all the details about it, but I've heard that you can live stream the the shows. Like I, I don't know if there's a, a, a charge 
for live streaming or if it's going to be a free live stream is Twitch. So maybe there won't be. Um, but yeah, I've heard that you can also live live stream the shows. So that yeah. is. So I will definitely be checking that out, hoping to see Tyrant or <laughs> Tyrant <laughs> uh, Defy the Tyrant and Tragic uh, play this this weekend. Oh, absolutely. And also, um, one other thing is if you are attending Rockville, there is a Welcome to Rockville app, and it will give you a map to tell you where everything is right there on your phone, so you don't have to like try to find it on your own or ask people or whatever. So if you are going to Welcome to Rockville this weekend, there is an app you can download. You can delete it right after if you don't need it after, of course, Welcome to Rockville, but it, it does have a lot of information on there for people who are going. Cool. So our main topic this episode uh, we did. We both did top ten favorite vocalists and top ten favorite drummers. Now, I, I want to emphasize something here, just real quick. Um, these are our favorites. Uh, we're not saying this is the best drummer or this is the the, the best. You know, top ten of the best. Um, vocalists. We're not saying that at all. These are just our favorites. Just our opinions. Opinions. And you know that I have no problem expressing mine. So That's right. I love it. <laughs> so I'm going to start with vocalists and I am going to go with Etta James. I adore Etta James. There's just, there's so much going on with her voice. Like you, you can hear a lot of pain and a lot of life and a lot of strength in her voice. And it's just so captivating to me. And let's not forget that she's kind of got that sass that kind of goes along with that. So she is definitely, definitely one of my favorite performers. She's very distinctive, no matter what she's singing or what genre she's singing. Um, and my favorite songs by her are at last tell mama and tough lover, of course. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you. I also want to throw out there that this isn't any, in any type of order. I didn't put like from, my favorite all the way to like my lowest favorite or however you want to word that. This is just, I literally just started thinking of people and jotted it down. And Etta James has just happened to be the first one that I wrote down. Exactly. Um, and I did the same. Um, mine are not in any particular order at all. Um, however, I am going to go with most obvious. Um, Jade. <laughs> Throwing, throwing you not not really throwing you under the bus, putting you on the spot, uh, Jade. If you had to choose or guess my first one, oh, man. Could, yep. Man, I, is it I, Bill I, from Pantera? No. Really? No. Okay, actually, you know what? So I'm gonna side, I'm gonna side that that answer real quick. I do have. A small list of people that are not on my list, and for reasons. And people in our community, and a few of these, are going to be like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? You know why isn't?" Well, because you know this is my opinion. That's why. Uh, guys that are <laughs> not on my list, no, one of them, Phil and Phil, Phil and Selmo, he is not on my list. What? Yep. So who's your who's your top? James. James Hatfield. That was going to be my second guess. Yep. By the way, there are a, there are a few guys on my vocalist list that also 
would be on my favorite guitar list. James, of course, would be on favorite guitarist list. Uh, right. But just speaking to vocalists alone, uh, uh, first one on this list, again, no, no particular order, getting most obvious out of the way, James Hetfield, Metallica. Um, dude is, I mean, he is an amazing, amazing vocalist. The dude can sing. Yes, he can. The dude can really sing. He can sing. He can belt out uh, vocals. He can harmonize. Um, he can growl. He can scream a little bit. A mm-hmm. little bit. You, you you hear him scream every yeah. now and then. Um, just overall, great vocalist, in my opinion. I, I can agree with that. Yep. So my list is actually probably going to surprise you the more I go down it. But the second I have is Nina Simone and she's her, her voice is like she an angel singing. It's like very honey coated. She's got this little cry that she does when she's like it. I just her, her voice is just amazing. And she is the most has one of the most affecting voices of the civil rights movement. Uh, she had a song called I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. And it's very heartbreaking. And it's like, it's it's in that song, you can just hear her pain. Um, as beautiful as her voice was, it was just equally as powerful. And some of my favorite songs by her were, um, uh, obviously, I, I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free and Mississippi Goddamn. So I have to admit first, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> I just know from my mama. Also, do you know where she's from? I do not know where she's from. North Carolina. That would make sense why my mama knew her. <laughs> Got it. That would make so much sense. I, I didn't know her she... quick. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I didn't know where she was from, but I knew that my mom had listened yeah. to her before, and I just remember absolutely loving her voice. I remember being little, being like, "Man, I wish I could sing like that." I'm gonna have to check her out. I um, I really respect that genre of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Or at least she was born in Tyron. I might be mispronouncing this. Tyron, North Carolina, mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia, is where she was born. But yeah, again, I'm gonna have to definitely gonna have to check her out. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I recommend it. Yep. Who's your second? Randy Bly, Lamb of God. Good choice. So uh, Randy's vocals. I feel like you either hate. Randy's vocals, or you love them? Yeah, there's like no in-between. Yeah, there really is no in-between. I love it. I love his style of... It's like yelling. (laughs) 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 I don't know how how to really describe his vocals. Um, Okay, Randy can sing. Uh, he there are actually several Lamb of God songs where he uses a clean vocal. Jeez, uh, again, I, I just don't know how to describe it other than he does like this growl yelling thing yeah. that <laughs> just suits it suits metal music in my opinion. Which is side note is funny. He is also kind of a hardcore punk vocalist in a metal band, but I think that he is a great front man and a great vocalist and a great songwriter. At oh, that. Yeah, he, he, he kind of, I guess his vocal style does remind me of Phil 
a little bit, but I would say better. I can see it. Who's your next? <laughs> Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. Going with the classic. She just had this like husky voice, but it was smooth at the same time. Like, and I, I don't know of anybody else that has that sound to her. No. But she's also another one that's very distinguishable. Um, her style was basically considered country, but her delivery was more like a classic pop singer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what set her apart from like Loretta Lynn and Tammy Wynette. Um, I, it, it was it was like she was classically trained, which to my knowledge, she was not classically trained, but she had the voice of being classically trained. And she was a great storyteller in her music, too. And her voice just kind of fit right into that. My favorite songs um, by her were Walking After Midnight and I Fall to Pieces. Walking After Midnight. That is a classic. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Oh, holy crap. I haven't heard that song in years either. I know. I know. I remember my grandmother listening to it in the car whenever I was little. So uh, next person on my list is uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Um. All right, so I tried not to do, like, bands that, like, I didn't choose vocalists from bands that I love. That That's not that's not really what this is, but um, I am a huge Led Zeppelin fan, and um, Robert Plant is an entity by himself, as far as being a, a vocalist and songwriter and storyteller. Oh my God, his songs tell stories. Yeah, they do. Yes. And again, his vocal range is also amazing. All right, if I had to choose a favorite Robert Plant song, I would probably have to say Cashmere. Good choice. Good choice. Again, the the storytelling Mm -hmm. of of travel and that song is is he keeps it kind of vague you can't really tell if he's talking about literally traveling or if it's more of a metaphysical kind of travel yeah or or travel within your own you know traveling your own path in life right um yeah i could see your talk all day about robert plant oh yeah absolutely so my next one is Patty LaBelle. Enough said. (laughs) Her name alone speaks volumes. She just, she pushes everything over the top and she is a true powerhouse. Her control and her voice is amazing. It's just Patty's Patty. You just can't there. I don't even have to explain it. Patty LaBelle period. The end. (laughs) I agree with what you said earlier. You have some, some choices on here that I would not guess, but at the same time, it's not surprising. It, n- none of these surprises me at all. Why do you say that? They 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 fit your style. Okay, I wasn't yep. expecting that. Yep, they, they these these ladies definitely. Uh, first of all, powerful women, women with voices, which mm-hmm. that that that's you, man. That's that's you through and through. Thanks. I try. Yes. <laughs> love it that's awesome who's your next one david dreaman yes i wanted to put him on my list and i just didn't do it i couldn't disturbed Dis- <laughs> disturbed <laughs> disturbed <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> disturbed. 
That is too funny. Why'd you pick him? His range. He has a crazy mm-hmm. vocal range. Um, yeah, he does. Uh, what's that cover they just did recently? Sounds of Silence? Sounds of Silence. Yes. Mm-hmm. That song is David Dreamin' 101. If somebody says I've never heard of David Dreamin', I'm like, listen to this song. This is David Dreamin'. It's a he did a great job on that on that. He song. really did. He's a great frontman, of course. His all right, his lyrics definitely have substance. Uh, no, no doubt about that at all. I wouldn't say he's necessarily a storyteller like Robert Plant is, but I mean, as far as as vocals and being a frontman and performer is concerned, um, I. I love David David Draymond. Uh, I, 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 and by the way, I'm gonna have to say, am I like this huge, fucking disturbed nerd? Ah, uh, no. I mean, I, I like disturbed. You know, it's it's disturbed. But um, I love David Draymond. I agree with that. I'm not a disturbed fan. I just never have been. But yeah, I do. I do like. I do like Draymond. Yeah. So the next one I have is Frankie Valley. Damn. <laughs> wow i mean with songs like can't take my eyes off of you ragdoll big girls don't cry it's pretty obvious that he made my list but his range was crazy and he had a rich r&b influence and had this like doo-wop style to him i just yes. i really loved his voice i loved his style so i think i think back then he was like really the hallmark voice of his generation in my opinion by the way if my dad is listening to this he's He's doing backflips in his chair right now <laughs> over over some of your answers. Mine, he's probably saying like, well, I don't know who that is, but yours. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. took it back old school, my my growing up. Apparently. I took it back Ooh. to my childhood. What influence what I like now? Loving it. <laughs> who you got? My next one is Devin Townsend, uh, formerly <laughs> of uh, Strapping Young Lad. Mm-hmm. Uh, now of the Devin Townsend project. A- a- again, he just got a, a, he's another one of these guys that have a killer vocal range. He can really do it all. Uh, he can sing. Uh, he, he's got a gnarly, amazing, guttural uh, scream on him. And I've heard him even do operatic vocals which hearing a metal vocalist that does a lot of screaming do operatic vocals is really, really amazing. Kind of like with with Disturbed. I, I was not like a huge Strapping Young Lad nerd. Um, I like some of his music on his new project. It's a little, it's just a little too prog. Um, his his most recent project, um, right? Prague has a time and a place, but it, it gets boring to me after a little while. Um, but as a vocalist, I love him. That's a good choice. My next one is Corey Taylor. So he made my list basically because it's un- he's an unquestionable contender. Um, his screams and Slipknot, his melodic voice and Stone Sour. Either way, he has this voice that's just just as soothing as it is hard. So I pick Corey Taylor. 
You know what's funny? <clears throat> Corey Taylor was next on my list. Are you serious? Yep. Yep. Corey Taylor uh, was next on my list for all, all, all the reasons that you just gave. By the way, <laughs> great minds. B- BT Dubs, I want to meet the guy and just have like a conversation with him. Like mm-hmm. we don't even we don't even have to talk about music. I just want to have a drink a beer and have a conversation with him. Yeah, uh, he's, he's he's super smart. He seems I- I- extremely intelligent. Whenever it comes to Corey Taylor, he did a I believe the term is monogram with Stone Sour shit. Oh, I cannot think of the... I should have made note of this beforehand. Anyhow, he did this thing with Stone Sour where it's basically a poem. It's all spoken word. There's no singing. There's no drums. There's no guitars. There's nothing. I want to say it's called Monolith. I could be mistaken about what it's called. I want to say it's called Monolith. But yeah, Corey Taylor... Um, just all around amazing vocalist. My next one is LeJean Witherspoon from Seven Dust. His voice is just like butter to me. And then he has the screams. He's got the melodies. I'm just, I'm a huge fan. And the guy is so humble on top of that. He's super talented. I'm a huge LeJean fan. So LJ from Seven Dust. Yes. I am also a huge, he's, he should be on my list. He's not. Although he should be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm also a big LeJean Weatherspoon fan. Again, he's another one of those guys that can do it all. um, From singing, screaming. And he is also a really nice guy. I have met him a couple times. And he was super cool. he, he, He really is one of those people where it's like, he has no problem with people coming up to him and, you know, shaking his hand and asking for autographs and, you know, Not asking them questions and, and all that shit. Not at um, all. Yeah. Totally, totally cool guy. We waited for seven does by their tour bus after their show. And it was like my fourth time meeting him, but I, he, I mean, he like was just the nicest guy. He gave me a hug and shook Josh's hand and shook Jeremiah's hand and had a conversation with us and, Yes. wasn't like, hurry up and shoo, go away. I got better things to do. He stood there and had a conversation with us. And one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Yep. So the uh, next next guy on my list is Don Henley of, of the Eagles. Okay. <laughs> I didn't you even a, think of that for my list. Damn. Throwing you a little bit of a curveball. And, oh, there's there's one more on here. That you might not expect on this list. Um, I, I kept this list mostly mostly rock music, but Don Henley. You can't talk about favorite vocalists without talking about Don Henley of the motherfucking Eagles. Unless, of course, your name is Jade. <laughs> Unless your name is Jade, because Jade didn't put Don Henley on her list. I can see her list and. Yeah, Don. Sorry, sorry Bubba. You're on my list. So, Don Henley, if you're listening, you're on my list, buddy. Well, shit. Well, shit. Shit. 
<laughs> All right. So my next one is AJ Channer from Fire from the Gods. I am in love with this man. Sorry, Josh. I, I don't mean it kind of. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I am in love with this man and his voice. And I don't I, I don't know what it is about him specifically, but he raps, he sings, he can scream. And it just kind of all comes together. And he, he's he got this crazy background that I think kind of influenced his sound a little bit. I, I knew he grew up in New York, uh, the Bronx. He lived in the UK for a little while, Ghana, West Africa. And then, of course, on top of all that, he's Jamaican. So I don't know. I just I love his voice. I think oh, I just I love AJ. AJ, if you're listening. Um, hey. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Uh, AJ reminds me of uh, Benny from uh, of Skindred. Yes, I never even thought of that. Yes. Holy dude, shit, dude! Seriously, reminds me of Benny of Skindred. I never even thought of that. Wow, wow. Yep. Um, let's see. Where am I on my list? Um, okay, uh, next one on my list, kind of getting everything rounded out, is uh, Tom Waits. Are, are you familiar with Tom Waits' music? I am, but that's kind of one of the ones that made me go. Yep, his, his voice. He has a he has a very unique voice. Mm-hmm. He's got this gravelly smoky <laughs> that's, that's such a terrible thing to say <laughs> but it sounds like a lung cancer patient victim well, um, speaking of smoky eggs and sausage the song that he did oh yes <laughs> downtown train that's another good one I do like Tom Waits big Tom Waits fan Um, he did this one song called make it rain and it's like it's kind of bluesy and Mm -hmm. it's got like this little bit of a groove to it yeah no i I love tom waits that's a really good choice man (laughs) yeah Uh, so who's on your uh who's next person on your list i'm going local and i am picking my little brother Dustin Blake from This Dying Breed. That's right. Shout out to my little brother, Dustin. Love you, dude. Um, the screams, though. Holy shit. That, oh, he's talented. And you can ask him anytime that I see him. I usually make him, like, scream something for me. But, um, yeah, he is. He's an amazing vocalist. He's a great front man. I'm going Dustin Blake of This Dying Breed. Awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. What's pretty cool? That you're shouting out, Dustin. Oh, yeah, it's my little bro. Yeah. My little bro. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, last uh, favorite vocalist on my list, Zach Wild. Oh, good choice. I was I was going back and forth with that one. Like, man, should I add him or shouldn't I? And I opted not to. Z- Zach Wild sings like a he sounds like a pirate (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny that you said that because in dustin's spot i was going to say zach yes but then 
I was like, no, I got to shout out my little brother. I, I like Dustin. I mean, I'm being honest. I like, I like Dustin's vocals more. And so I put Dustin on the list and Dustin is very much of a pirate kind of guy. So yep. it's kind of funny. You said that. That's awesome. <laughs> Zach Wilde's vocals really took some getting used to for me. I have to admit at first, whenever I first heard Zach Wilde, I wasn't really a fan of his vocals. And after years of listening to his music, yeah, no, I love, love, love his vocal style. I agree. I I really like his vocals too. So last one on my list is kind of an obvious one, but I'm going with the hubby, Josh Ivester from the band Tragic. Um, Fun story. I had no idea that he can sing until years into our marriage or years into our relationship, I should say. No idea he could sing. And I kind of heard a little bit. We started dating and I got in the car and we were listening to some music in the radio going home from the bar. And um, he put on the CD and it was like a mix. And the song Every Light in the House is on by Trace Atkins. Oh, man. And I heard him singing it and I didn't really hear him singing. I just heard that he was singing that song. And I looked at him like, are you singing country? Then he proceeded to tell me that he grew up on a farm and he grew up in Georgia and he was really like a country boy at heart. And I'm like, I got a country boy. And I was like so excited. (laughs) Well, I still never heard him sing because every time that he would sing, he wasn't really like singing. He was just kind of like saying the lyrics to songs, you know? And so one day he came home with uh, a song that he recorded vocals on and my everything went, excuse me, sir. How have you hid this from me for so long? And holy shit and you can scream and what like it just my mind blown so yeah i i i have to shout him out because just the story behind it you know i have to admit that doesn't surprise me that you didn't know that he could he has the the talent that that he has josh is a very very humble guy and he doesn't just put his shit out there. Right. You know. He doesn't. So yeah, it, it actually doesn't surprise me. He, he is a great vocalist. I, I love. Yeah. I I, 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 I've got so much respect for that dude. <laughs> He's a good dude. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. But I, it's, it's like when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, yeah, I can see why I never knew that he could sing the way he did for years until, until into our relationship. Yep. But coming from that, I've been with you for how long and I didn't know you could sing like that? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So. By the way, are we talking months or are we talking years? Years. Oh. Yeah. That, okay, that's, <laughs> that's that's actually pushing it a little bit. <laughs> right. I'm like, you hid this from me for how long? And it's like, like I said, I heard him sing, but it was more like he was just kind of saying the lyrics. He wasn't really like singing. He wasn't really singing. He, he wasn't part. using inflection. There you go. He was not using inflection. and. Yeah. I heard him sing when he came home and he's just like, yeah, I was like that, that wait, that's you. Holy shit. And I was like, my mind was blown. So for that reason alone. Yeah. I'm going to go with the hubby. So you guys heard our favorite vocalists. Now let's move on to drummers because that's a thing. And yeah, it's drummers. Who doesn't love a good drummer anyway? So Rob, you want to start this one off? Yeah. So, again, starting off with 
the obvious, Lars Ulrich. Um, of course, that's the obvious. Yeah. All right. Look. F- first of all, um, he's kind of a tool. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Lars Lars Ulrich is a little bit of a tool. He took Napster away from me in sixth grade. <laughs> Actually, it was more like high school, but that's not the point. <laughs> And I am going to withhold my opinions about no. that. No, I, I actually, I agree with the whole, I agree with what he did. Cool. Yeah, cool. no, I, I do agree because I think bands should get paid for all the hard work that they do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, anyhow, uh, his toolness aside, maybe not so much nowadays, but definitely in his prime, Lars Ulrich was a damn amazing drummer. He really um, was. If you get put put on Injustice for All and tell me that that is not an amazing drummer on that album, hands down, I agree with that. Um, again, nowadays, eh. um, s- sorry, Lars. Now I'm happy to give you an. Eh. Actually, I, I find his drumming now maybe a little annoying. He he does like these these fills. In places where it's not necessary now. I know. I've pay- I've noticed that too. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's kind of annoying. It is a little annoying. But you cannot take away what he has put in into modern drumming. From Ride, Puppets, Justice, and maybe even a little bit into, into the Black Album. In his prime, he was an amazing drummer. So the one I put on my list is for obvious reasons. I'm going Joey Jordison. Slipknot. <sighs> yeah, he's one that should be on my list. He he got bumped off. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he got bumped off. Nice. Yeah, I yep. I gotta pick Joey. Just I could just watch him play drums all day. I really could. That that dude was insane. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. He was insane. And he was I insane. I was living for it. I don't know how many times I've watched drum solos of his on YouTube just because. Um, and especially, of course, when he passed, I, of course, watched drum solos because I was like, oh, there goes Joey. You know, but yeah, Joey Jordison, that, that's, that's the first one. Yep. So um, Danny Carey from Tool. Ooh, that's a good one. He does like this off-tempo polyrhythm thing yeah he does that is both weird and really fucking cool at the same time um, i agree that's, it, a, that's the best way you can explain it right there <laughs> yeah it's like the, some of the time changes and off-tempos it's like it fits it but does. it's it's so <laughs> Weird. It's so weird at the same time, but it fits. It fits. But that that, that the most important part about it is that it fucking fits. That part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it works. And and so you know what? Fuck it. It works. That's all that matters. There you it's, go. <laughs> it sounds it sounds good no matter how weird it might be. I agree. I totally yep. agree. Cannot talk about drummers without talking about Danny Carey. I agree with that. So my next one is actually Rob Rivera from Nonpoint. And he's just, he does these crazy stick tricks. He gets the crowd involved and he positions his drum set on the stage 
to where everyone can see him. He's fast. He's just, he's all around impressive and he's a nice guy. Like he's, he's one of those guys that you can go up to him after a show and just be like, Hey Rob, you did awesome. And he's like, Oh, thanks. Totally humble guy. Loves all his fans. Just, I, I absolutely adore Rob. So shout out to Rob Rivera. It's really cool to see drummers doing those little crazy tricks and throwing their their sticks up in the air. And yeah, I like a little bit of flash, but a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next on my list is Vinnie Paul, Vince Paul from yes. Pantera. Good choice. That that poor bastard. Um, yeah. Whenever whenever Dime died, I was like Vinnie. Yeah. Oh, Vinny. Yeah. Just lost his damn brother. And, uh, of course, when he passed as well, it was, I mean, the, the, metal, the metal and drumming community really took one to the chin. Yeah, they did. When, when he passed. I agree. V- v- Vinny had this driving... And and groove heavy feel to to his drumming. You know, you, you gotta love the the double double drumming or the double bass drums. Yeah. And um, even even smart use of toms as well. I I just can't say enough great things about Vinnie Paul. That's a good choice. That's a really good choice. So the next one on my list, not a lot of people have heard of, but her name is Cindy Blackman. She's actually the drummer of Lenny Kravitz. And she has like these huge like groove beats. Yes. Oh, and her solos are killer. So I I picked Cindy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not expecting that one either. No, but I mean, (laughs) yes. Right. Damn. Badass. She's a badass respect <laughs> I love me some Cindy Blackman next on my list is uh, Chad Sexton of 311 oh that's a good choice he he is like this jazz influenced drummer in a reggae metal well no they're not really metal they're hard rock I'll go hard rock <laughs> no, you're right. Hard rock. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're they're not metal. I just feel like he has a, a really unique vibe about his his drumming style. Like I said, it's kind of jazz and rock and a little bit of reggae thrown in there. I mean, j- just like Three Eleven, but that that's also his his drumming sound. I feel. Yeah. So next up on my list is actually Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. And I'm going to go ahead and preface this. I'm not necessarily a Tommy Lee fan. I don't really, I'm, I'm not a Motley Crue fan, but there's just no denying that the guy's talented. So I added him to the list. There is no denying that Tommy Lee is a great drummer. You cannot deny. He's had a interesting career. We'll say that. We'll mark. We'll chalk it up to that. I mean, like I said, I'm not. I'm not a fan, but there's no denying that he, he's a good drummer. So, I no, th- I, I thought he was Jade list worthy anyway because I yes. do think he's a good drummer. I just don't care for him. 
Yeah, I don't care for him, and I'm I don't care for Motley Crue either. Right to that to that matter, but he is a great drummer, though. He really is. Next on my list is Chris Adler, uh, formerly of Lamb of God, now of Megadeth. It's wanna so ta- funny you said that. Want to talk about some sick, sick drumming? This dude, whenever he plays drums, I mean, it sounds like a like a muscle car sitting in idle. <laughs> I, and I, that I, is I, such a good description for that. I, I can't, I can't replicate that with my mouth, so I'm not even going to try to. <laughs> but his his drumming sound reminds me of a, a like a a Mustang or something <laughs> sitting in idle. That again, see, I I said I wasn't going to, and I did. Yep, you're right. I think the point is made there. <laughs> the next one on my list not a lot of people know about either but his name is john jr robinson and a lot of people they don't they don't know who he is but he calls himself the most recorded drummer in history because he's been on many many albums like pointer sisters i'm so excited steve winwood's higher love rufus and chaka khan's ain't nobody um a chunk of, of daft punk's random access memories he was on that and We Are the World, which I believe was on the Titanic soundtrack. Um, but most importantly, he also laid the disco rock front pop concrete sound of Michael Jackson's uh, tectonic shifting off the wall. Never heard of the guy. I know. Not a lot of people have. Huh. Most recorded drummer in history. Yep. So he calls himself that. Has I'm just curious. Has anybody fact checked that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on many albums now i don't know if he's the most recorded drummer in history that's just what he calls himself yeah um but he has been on a shit ton of albums um and the only reason i know about him is actually my grandfather was a fan of him so that's the only reason i know about him i'll be damn Mm -hmm. huh you you would think well okay maybe not given some of the the artists he's recorded with but you think the most recorded drummer in history would have a a bigger name about him would be more of a household name yeah you would think you would think i mean my my grandfather knew about it but my grandfather was one of those like music nerds yeah so he knew um he knew of a lot of like different artists and stuff that you just you you were kind of like like who but he could sit there and tell you their life story and john was just happy to be one of them he's also a composer and a producer but he's been on a lot of albums. There's really something to be said about obscure music. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to, to wade through, but I mean, even in obscure music, you're 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 bound to come across some some gems every now and then. Oh yeah, absolutely. He recorded like off the wall for Michael Jackson. He created a career path for himself and he basically said you know i decided that i wouldn't turn down any gig and set out a 15-year studio plan and followed through with it that's awesome yeah that's damn awesome yeah he it was it was crazy he did um he did a lot <laughs> like a lot a lot yep 
So uh, next on my list is Jimmy the Rev Sullivan. I almost put him on my list too. Man, rest in peace, Rev. His, his style actually kind of reminds me a little bit of Vinnie Paul. His style re- really reminds me a little bit of Vinnie Paul. I always thought that um, Avenged Sevenfold sounded like they had Vinnie Paul behind the drums. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. And he was one of the nicest guys that you would ever meet. And he really was. Yeah, he was so humble. He was super nice. Like, it. I remember hearing the news when he had passed, and I was like, man... I, yeah, that was just one of those, like, ugh, you know, punch to the gut kind of thing, just because he was such a, he was so talented, just so talented, and how much of a nice guy he was, like, I agree, he, he, and he definitely does kind of have, like, the whole Vinny vibe, too, so, I can totally and, and one thing that I really liked about The Rev was, he used a certain, a certain snare, and I believe the term is piccolo snare mm-hmm. it's a a smaller smaller in scale snare drum that had more of a pop than it did a crack yep um yeah. a, in a lot of rock and metal music the snare drum has more of a crack and his his snares had more of a pop Yep. And, and I don't know, there, there's something that was always pleasing to my ear. Yeah, I can see that. that I totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. So next on my list, and I'm going with another local. Uh, his name is Michael Cochran from Locast. He's a really good friend of mine. I absolutely love Michael. And I I just, I can't say enough good things about, about him. And he's an extremely good drummer. And he would actually argue with you if you told him that he'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm I'm a nobody. And I'm like, dude, like you're an amazing drummer. He was just, he was fast. He was hard hitting and he had these beats that just stuck in your head for days and he could literally probably play anything and damn good local drummer, Michael Cochran of the band Locast. They are, they're no longer together, but I keep hoping for a reunion because I would be the first one at that show. And I don't think I'm, I think out of all their shows, I, Maybe a handful of them I've missed, but I was at every low-cast show in Tallahassee. You know, I was in the, the local music scene for a really long time, and I somehow never got to see low-cast, and unfortunately, oh, I, I've never gotten to meet uh, Michael. Although, I have to say, um, anytime the conversation of local drummers come up, Michael has always been in that conversation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a badass. So shout out, Michael. Miss you. And I'm looking forward to that low-cast reunion. Hint. Yes. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. I miss you guys. I have, like, I need my low-cast fix. I haven't had it in years, and I need my low-cast fix. So, but, yeah, I go with Michael Cochran. He's he's a badass drummer, man. All right. Next on my list, I'm going to go through a few classics out there. Neil Peart of Rush. Oh, damn. I didn't even think of him. Shit. It would be blasphemy to talk about drummers and not bring up Neil Peart. 
You're right. You are so right. It would be goddamn blasphemy. Damn, I didn't even think of that. Shit. (laughs) Damn it, Rob. And and there there are probably already drummers. If there are any drummers listening to this, somebody out there has probably said, when are we going to talk about Neil Peart? I am giving props and homage to Neil Peart. Um, By the way, uh, quick side note. He did not have... Man, I don't want to give away too much of his story because it's not my story to tell. But he had his his hardships. Um, he he wrote a book on his hardships. Oh shit! Okay, so there's a Godsmack song. Oh fuck! I I'm, I'm completely going off of memory right now. There is a Godsmack song loosely about his not his life. But some of the shit that he went through. Wow, I didn't know that. People look that up. Neil Peart. Huh. Rush. Good choice. Yes. Good choice. I'm going to go with another Tallahassee local, Jeremiah Priest of Tragic. And I've known Jeremiah for 12 years. He's family. So I'm not saying this because I'm biased. But he really is a really talented drummer. And I've had the privilege of watching him grow into the drummer that he is today. And... Yeah, he's just, he's really coming to his own and he's only getting better and better as time goes on. And he's a great drummer and he puts his all into it, man. And it's been a real, it's been a real privilege to be able to see how far he's come with, with what he does. So I'm going to say Jeremiah from Tragic. Jeremiah, here, here. Love it. I'm going to have to go with another local. (laughs) Damn right. And I promise I'm not being biased because he's like family, but I'm saying... I'm saying it because I really do honestly, I, I I honestly think he is a great drummer and he doesn't give himself enough credit. So shout out, Jeremiah. You're killing it. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Yes. Sticking with the classics on my list, John Bonham of Led Zeppelin. Ooh, good one. Um, Led Zeppelin was my... Like the first rock band that I ever fell in love with. And John Bonham is absolutely a, a reason why Led Zeppelin was so amazing. Um, he just had this driving, I, I, I hate to keep using that word, driving rhythm, but I can't think of any other way to describe like that style of percussive rhythm instrumenting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm keeping up my, I'm keeping up my groove here. Sticking with another local Dylan sermons from the defy, the defy, the tyrant. If I can get the words out correctly, (laughs) Dylan sermons from defy the tyrant. He's another local drummer, but I couldn't make this list without giving him props because he can literally play anything. And the way that he just holds the beats together is impressive. So you can you can check out their song Voices. It's on Spotify and it actually starts off with this dum 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 and then it goes into this like hard hitting drum beat and the rest of the band just kind of falls in with it but holy shit Dylan Dylan's talented. So shout out Dylan. You made my list, man. I almost feel like an asshole because I didn't include any local drummers <laughs> on my list. <laughs> that doesn't make you an asshole. You just can't think about it. Cause whenever, 
whenever you say, Hey, who's your favorite vocalist or who's your favorite guitar player or, or your no top 10 drummers. Like you don't, you don't go, your brain doesn't automatically go to like locals. It goes to, you know, Avenged Sevenfold or Lamb of God. So. Although I will say whenever it comes to bass players, yes, there are two local guys that come into mind when we talk about bass. That's another conversation. Yeah. And I think the, I think the reason like what spurred that is I'm actually part of a Facebook group and they upload songs and music of local artists to Spotify and you listen and you play and it gets those bands listens. And I was listening to that playlist today and defy the tyrant came up and yeah, that's, that's kind of what. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was listening to a lot of local music today. So I I think that's kind of what, what sparked it. And then of course I haven't, I have a CD of Locast that I was like, huh. And I kind of stuck it in my little portable DVD CD thing that I have connected to my computer while I was at work today. And I was just listening to music and I put in a Locast CD and that's what made me think of Michael. So you got to play that Locast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm dying to hear it. Oh, it's amazing. It's an amazing album. I'll, um, I'll actually, I think I can make you a copy of it, so I can do that. Cool. So uh, next on my list is Matthew McDonough of Mudvayne. Ooh, that's a good choice, too. He, he is another, yeah, they, they call him Mudvayne uh, math metal. Yeah. Um, he, he is another one of those guys that does like this off-time thing yeah he does <laughs> yes he does they, they do this off time thing now he doesn't quite do it like danny carey does right. right um but he also does like this off time thing and he also does a lot of double bass work which i you know being a metal guy love mm-hmm. um and he's also a, a groove metal drummer as well um so yeah, Matthew McDonough, Mudvayne. Good choice. Now, this person was on your list, so I'm not going to talk too much about him, but Chris Adler, Lamb of God, and Megadeth. Yep. Yep. That's why I laughed. I was like, oh, because you said my guy. And just saying, he's my future ex-husband. Sorry, babe. Love you. But, uh, <laughs> he is my future ex-husband. I'm just letting you know that. Chris Adler is, whatever it comes to metal drumming, Chris Adler is I'm gonna say like top easily top three, maybe even yeah I can't go I can't go top top two top three. I'd say drummers. top five for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd say top five for me. I agree with that. He's 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 damn good. Yeah. Uh, so last on my list, and I kind of saved this guy uh, for last on purpose. Gene Hoglan. Gene Hoglan. Uh, formerly a testament strap young lad, death clock, death, fear factory. This dude has this dude is fucking thrash metal yeah. drumming. He almost um, made my list. Um, I am such a huge fan of of his work. Again, thrash metal one oh one is uh, like I said, testament strap young lad. Death, Death Clock, Fear Factory. I think Fear Factory is probably the only one, only one on that list that you can't really call thrash metal. Yeah. Um, 
That's a good pick. He almost made my list. Yeah, love, love, love Gene Hoagland. And the last one on my list is Jay Weinberg of Slipknot. And granted, he's not Joey, but he's still up there. I think he's very talented. And yeah, I'm excited. To, I, sorry. You go ahead. No, nope, that's all I was going to say. To be able to, to play Joey's parts, I mean, you have to be a damn good drummer. Exactly. And that's and, why I my list. And to kind of fill his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, big shoes to fill. Big, big damn shoes to fill. Yeah. Uh, Joey was no slouch. And so to, I, I hate to use the word replace Joey, but to, to, to kind of replace Joey, you know, to be able to replace Joey is that, that, uh, that, that alone speaks, uh, speaks volumes about him. Oh yeah. You know, much, much less everything else that he's done. Absolutely. And I, I, I think, like how you said, you know, that's not the word to use, like replace Joey. I would say to take over for Joey. Yeah, to take over for Joey. Yep. That's the way I would look at it. But yeah, Definitely. I agree with that. I just, I couldn't make this list without including him. I just didn't think it was right. Absolutely. So that's my, that's my last and my final one. So right now on our Facebook page, we actually do have a contest going on. If you go over to facebook.com backslash music OTR pod. We have a contest where you can win the very first ever custom off the record podcast Tumblr and a $20 Amazon gift card and a little bit of freebies maybe thrown in there too. Little extras, like a little surprise thing that we can that we're, we may do. Um, we will be announcing winners on November 24th. Uh, that week is Thanksgiving week. So Rob and I will not be having a podcast episode released that week. Um, we will be spending it with our families and watching football and getting drunk. So <laughs> feel free to hop into our live on November 24th and see who wins the contest. Make sure you head over, see what you have to do to be able to participate in said contest. And I will add your name to the list and we will be drawing the names on November 24th. You know, whoever, whoever wins this, uh, this contest, by the way, I'm going to be a little bit jealous of, I'm still waiting for, for my Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> your tumblr will get done as soon as i'm not running everywhere <laughs> i got you i got you and, and, by, and, and by the way all jokes aside though um jade is an amazing tumblr maker i don't, I don't know of any other way to to put it or how to <laughs> articulate i don't know it. what you would call it <laughs> yeah what what, what? <laughs> she, she doesn't really build tumblr but she, the designs and everything that she puts onto the tumblers is really fucking cool. Thanks. I appreciate yes. it. I try. It's a, it's just a hobby, but I figured for the very first ever off the record podcast, Tumblr should go to a winner who participated in a contest for us. So you will get that custom Tumblr and a $20 Amazon gift card and a couple other little freebies that I'll throw in there. You never know what it could be. Might get a, you you never know. Could be a dildo. (laughs) (laughs) In the the article, what what was that line from from Fight Club? Um, In in the article that that happens, we we never use the term your dildo, but a dildo. Exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I mean, you never know. It's me. I mean, I'm kind of crazy and out there, so you never know what you're going to get. A little bit of an announcement. Mm-hmm. Announcement time. So, somebody. We're not naming names and we're not saying who. But somebody is joining the Off the Record podcast family. Yes, they are. And I am so damn excited to be able to bring this person on. We are not telling you who. You will find out next week. Get your pull. <laughs>